So welcome, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to the revolution. This is the prayer revolution. I just, I love saying that. Well, part of the reasons why I call this prayer revolution, I just wanted to say that every morning, welcome to the prayer revolution. I think I've always wanted right. to like that my, my, my entire life. I was, I was, I was, I grew, I was, I grew up in the nineties, but I would think I was a wannabe hippie growing up. I uh, would wish that I, um, Kevin Arnold was one of my idols. I always thought that I should have been born during the fifties or sixties. And so I was a, a wannabe hippie. So I always wanted to be part of a revolution and now we're doing it. We're part of a revolution, but it's a very different kind of revolution. It's a revolution of the heart. It's recognizing that, um, um, you know, I, when I was in, um, when I was in high school or just graduated high school, I went to visit a friend of mine who was going to school at Santa Cruz and we were roller skating through downtown Santa Cruz and we popped into a bookstore and there was a button that said, be the change you want to see in the world. And I, this was before Instagram, before social media. This was like before that phrase was on everybody's social media post. Before Mahatma Gandhi. It was before Mahatma Gandhi even. It was before Mahatma Gandhi actually. <laughs> And so, uh, and so I was like, wow, be the change you want to see in the world. And I was, I was all for like political movements and this and that. And I just thought, I asked myself, if the rest of the world were exactly like me, would that be a good thing? You know, and that really started my spiritual journey in a huge way um, because I was just con contemplating like, wow, like, do, do I want the rest of the world to be like me? And my, my outward revolution became an inward revolution. And so, and I think that's why we're here today. That's why we're here this morning. It's kind of like the, 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 the changes I want to see in the world start with me. And when I, when I make those changes, not just, not just my, not just my, I mean, there's, there's character, there's the way we live, habit, et cetera. But like the way I approach things in this world um, from a spiritual perspective um, will allow me to be an agent of change should I wish to be one in a way that, you know, I think it was Einstein that said that no consciousness can solve a problem that created it. Mm -hmm. um, this, the same consciousness can't solve a problem which created the problem. And so it's, you know, there are a lot of problems in the world today, but how are we going to solve them? It's, it's, a, it's a different approach than we've taken thus far. And so that's revolutionary. Therefore, we call it the prayer revolution. Mm -hmm. So we start our days off. We start our days off with uh, the warm, soothing voice. Veer Budger's kind of, it's like, he's like the Barry White of Bhakti. He's got that voice <laughs> that just kind of, you know, soothe, that gives your soul a hug. And uh, when we hear it, we just feel connected on a deep level. And so we want to hear from you, Veer. We want to hear your prayers. We want to hear your words. We want to be comforted. You're on fire this morning. Inspired. Yeah. Love it, DJ. Yeah, thank you so much, brother. I love you. You, you, you bring joy into my life, laughter, smiles, and all, all goodness. All goodness comes in. Give a shout out to uh, Arjuna, my godfather, Balaram 108. Mm. And um, yeah, all right. So those of us that are, uh, have prayed before, you know what we're about to jump into right now. And those of us that have not prayed with us on Prayer Revolution, it's a very, very simple practice. Just find a comfortable seat or a pause in your day if you choose to stay standing. And uh, if you'd like to bring your palms to your heart, just in a, your, your, your palms folded at your heart. And to just soften your body. So notice any tension in your body. Start to take some nice deep inhales and exhales. Soften your body and relax into receiving. In prayer, we open up a, a connection. We open up a main line with our higher power to receive grace. Receive that connection. 
And so right now we all have an opportunity just to experience a little bit more of that connection. The universal heart connecting with our individual heart, our divine beloved Lord has many names, many forms, comes at many different times throughout eternity that we're connecting with that one divine source. The Son has many different names in different languages. And so the Lord also manifests many different ways, many different times throughout history. We have the opportunity to connect to that one supreme truth through our prayer. My dear Lord, we pray today for all those that are on the front lines of service not thinking of themselves, but thinking of others, putting their physical well-being, putting their mind, their emotions, their hearts, putting it on a platter of service, giving themselves fully to others. We pray for them to be protected, not only physically, but spiritually, mentally, emotionally, that they feel fearless today in their service, that they feel courageous as they're stepping into the battlefield of service right now, giving their lives, giving themselves. We pray that we can take on that consciousness because every single day, there's so many opportunities to serve. Every single day, there's so many people that are in need. And we recognize that those needs are physical, mental, emotional, but of the most greatest need of our heart, we recognize that it's spiritual, recognize that we have forgotten ourselves, that sometimes that we, we stray away from the path and we forget actually what will bring us fulfillment in our life. We forget actually what brings fulfillment to the heart and to the soul. So help us to remember that consciousness. Help us to all join in as frontline responders in our own ways in our life to be able to recognize where the need is and to be able to be courageous and taking advantage of the opportunity to serve, to bring your grace, to bring love, compassion, kindness, to bring support and the unlimited ways that we can do that every single day of our life. Help us to see those opportunities and help us to be courageous warriors on the front lines as instruments of your grace, as instruments of so we pray for all those out there today, the doctors, the first-line responders. We pray for their safety. And also we pray that we can have the courage in our lives to respond to your call, to see and to hear your call and to respond to it as instruments of your grace. As we chant the mantra today, let's chant for all of those that are sacrificing their lives for others. Let's chant that we may have the courage to do the same in ours, knowing that it is in giving that we receive, knowing that it is in giving our heart fully, giving our life fully in service, that we experience the fulfillment of the soul that we're seeking. Let's chant this mantra with all of our attention, with all of our heart, helping us to reconnect to that fearlessness, to reconnect to that will, that higher power, that divine will. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.
Got me crying, Vera. So sweet. Um, I'm tingling inside all the stuff you just shared. I um, for those also sits for those of you who are who are new or joining or or maybe not aware of 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 mantra or the Hare Krishna mantra. We chant this prayer at the, this this mantra at the end of every um, every prayer we chant. Maybe Bryn, our our scribe, can type that mantra in the chat boards for those who may be unfamiliar. It's the Hare Krishna mantra. And sometimes the translation of this mantra is, Oh Lord, oh energy of the Lord, please engage me in your service. Um, and, uh, and I was thinking about that so much today because at the beginning of the prayer, you asked us to put our palms together. And the thought that came to my mind, because you don't always do that. And the thought that came to my mind is, is the name, you know the name of this mudra here in Sanskrit? This mudra? No. Anjali mudra. In Sanskrit, yeah, it's called Anjali right, Mudra. Yeah. And Anjali, Anjali means offering. Anjali means mm. offering. And so uh, our friend and teacher, Raghunath, he's, he says, when we put our hands together, the mantra that he puts with this, this mudra is, I am born to give. Mm-hmm. Born to give. And so contrasting that with, um, I'm here to take. Mm-hmm. And so when, uh, when, we, when we ask the question, what, and I was thinking of, of just happiness and 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 joy and and also distress and sadness that when i you know i when i'm not ultimately when i'm not i'm i'm upset when i'm not getting what i want mm. i'm not getting what i want and normally we approach prayer with there's something that i want and so let me see if i can get that but if i'm looking at you know actually like i'm just looking to serve looking to give it totally flips the script around and so, but we may not know how or where or in what capacity we can serve. Or sometimes we think, and maybe, maybe I've definitely had this experience, you can share for yourself. It's like, I want to serve, but I want to serve in a particular way. Mm. Or I think I'm supposed to be serving in a particular way. And I want people to notice that particular service. And I want it to be facilitated according to my needs. Mm. Like my service, my service is not going the way that I want it to, you know, and to... <laughs> You know what I mean? You aren't letting Universe me. You aren't letting adjust. me serve you. You aren't letting me serve you the way that I'm wanting to serve you. You know, and so to be completely open, even in that regard of like, I'm just here as a vessel of service. Because sometimes it's humbling. Because sometimes, sometimes it's romantic and it's heroic and it's and it's and it's you know, um, it's Instagram worthy. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's quiet. Sometimes it's humble. Sometimes it's silent or even. Even, even not noticeable, or even harder for the ego, sometimes people don't even know it's you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you offer a service and somebody doesn't even know that it's you offering that service. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, and you think about, like, for example, all these first responders, all these, all these people who are, you know, all the people that we take, that we normally take for granted on a day to day basis that mm-hmm. we pay, you know, I mean, we have your doctors and our nurses and our frontline responders, yes. But then even all the people, it's like, okay, I'm sitting at home and, and, you know, I walked to the store to get my groceries, but some of us may be ordering our groceries, our UPS workers. We, we, went for, we went for a walk the other day, my wife and I, this was maybe a week ago, and um, there was a UPS worker and he was unloading packages. And she just said, you know, thank you for your service, you know? And it's like, would we normally think to do that? You know, people that we mm-hmm. pay lower wages in society or that we don't normally think of, take for granted, but people are serving us every single day. Mm-hmm. And how many times do we stop and say thank you? Um, and or appreciate the people that are stocking our grocery shelves or, you know, and so, um, 
I was just thinking of that Anjali Mudra, born to give, and that sometimes the prayer is, you know, how can I serve? And allow me to accept whatever service falls into my plate. And don't let me feel that if I'm not serving in a particular capacity or that, that, that I feel uh, less than or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, totally. It's bringing up a, a memory. Um, just thinking about like the most fulfilling experiences I've had in service, you know, and, and um, you know, and I was thinking about a time, this is years ago in, in the Bhakti Center after a festival. And I remember uh, our friend Tiffany Viroy, she, she tunes in often to, to Instagram. I'm not sure if she's on this morning. Um, but oftentimes there would be like one or two or three people at the end of these huge events we would have at the Bhakti Center. You have like, you know, three, four, 500 people coming and having a, you know, a whole a, a festival and with live mantra music and a beautiful experience. And then a, everyone served the dinner meal and doyao oftentimes is the one cooking those incredible 10, 12, 15 course feasts for four or 500 people. And uh, at the end of the night, you know, everybody has, has left. And the most fulfilling experience I can remember is like being, you know, the one or two people, no one knows, you know, you're, you get to mop mm. the floor or clean up the toilets or finish washing the last pots and pans, locking up the doors. Like just that satisfaction of like, Mm. it's it, it, the satisfaction is internally. And I just recognize mm. so much in my life, you know, that still so much of, of my, my fulfillment and my satisfaction still comes from external validation. And so there's a spotlight, there's a recognition, somebody sees me doing something, then it's like, yeah, like, you know, you know, maybe it's not like a gross overt thing, but it's like, yeah, like, yeah, that feels good. And to some degree, mm. it's, 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 it's important that we're appreciated and people value us. Like, that's how also we, we can experience love genuinely like that as well through someone appreciating us. Mm -hmm. But the satisfaction isn't the validation. The satisfaction is in our heart. The satisfaction is knowing mm. that I'm, I'm doing this out of service for you, my Lord. I'm doing mm. this. This is an offering of service from my heart. It's not me that I'm not good enough as I am. And so now I need to get this external validation. So just recognizing that in my own life, you know, mm. when I really look at it, when I really assess, you know, where is that fulfillment coming from? It's that inner work, you know, it's the, it is really giving myself to a meditation practice. It is the stuff that's behind closed doors. It is sending that gift to that person and not mm. needing a name on it or whatever it may be. Like, and just noticing like the ego wants that recognition, the ego wants that mm. validation, it wants to yeah. be recognized, it wants that external, like, yes, I've been seen, it wants that. But more than that, you know, we, we want to see ourselves, mm. we, want, we want to experience actually, you know, just the fulfillment of a, self, of a selfless act. That's yeah. what we're really looking for. Yeah. And so when you were, you were sharing that, it was, it was just reminding well, me of that experience. Yeah, and I think it's 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 totally it's it's totally valid because I think it, that 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 feeling of being seen and being validated of being being connected it never goes away. We can't deny that. Mm -hmm. It's just a question of who do I want to be seen by. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like I'm running around the world looking to be seen. It's like it's like it's 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 so interesting, right? Like even like in the world of social media, it's like. There are people that I don't even know that I'm like hoping like or comment on this and that or the other. You know, we judge means by the number of 
of, of, of likes or, or et cetera, or maybe if we're not in the social media world, it's just, it's just even people outside, you know, like we, 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 we sometimes are just, we don't recognize, like we don't recognize there's a need to be seen in all of us. That's a real need, a real need to be seen, to be reflected, to be, to be, to be loved and to be, to be known. Um, but we've, we've perverted the search for that need to be fulfilled into kind of just like random places mm-hmm. that we ascribe so much meaning to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We ascribe so much meaning to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, it's just when we perform those acts of selfless service, it requires us to, to feel the gaze of another witness. Mm-hmm you know, another witness. And I feel that like when we feel that gaze of another unseen witness, the Lord in the heart, it provides us with the comfort and the strength that allows us to actually become selfless. And, and I, you know, I was thinking of this yesterday. I, I've been doing this 100-day project. And um, the 100-day project, you have to post something every day for 100 days. And the point of it is like, it's not always going to be perfect. Like you can't, oh, you can't craft a masterpiece like if it's not done or it's incomplete. And so sometimes I post something and I'm just like, ah, oh, I should have put more thought into that. But I can't because you just have to keep going. Mm-hmm. But last night's post, I posted this post that I was actually kind of happy with. And um, I quoted this verse from the Bhagavad Gita um, that was talking about relationships Mm. The verse wasn't, but like my post is about relationships and about how sometimes we give, like being in relationship sometimes gives us a glimpse to Krishna's selfless attitude towards us. Mm. Because Krishna's in some ways is an abusive relationship. God, Krishna, Krishna, for those who don't know, is another name for for divinity or for God in in Sanskrit. means all attractive. So Krishna's in a relate, somewhat in an abusive relationship with all of us. He's trying for connection. He's reaching out and we're just saying, I don't got time for you. You know what I mean? Or I'll, I'll, I'll come to you when I need something. It's like kind of like, ew, you know, but mm-hmm. he doesn't give up on that relationship. And he's like always there in the same way that when I'm sometimes, whether it's in a marriage or my, I see my parents towards me, my mother towards me, it's like, I don't always make it easy on her. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife and I don't always make it easy on each other, but we keep, we, we, we show our love by continuing to show up. I was thinking of, of you. I was thinking of so many people in my life Mm-hmm. That when I have the opportunity to show up for somebody, even when it's hard and I don't necessarily even getting something back in return, I get a mm-hmm. small glimpse of what Krishna is doing for all of us. Mm-hmm. And if I can see that. And so um, I read this verse in the Bhagavad Gita in the second chapter, verse 38. He says, do thou fight for the sake of fighting without considering happiness or distress, loss or gain, victory or defeat. And by doing so, you shall never incur sin. He uses this word sin papa, meaning like a negative reactions or like a negative consequence. And so it's kind of like I see that our service, like perform our service without considering happiness or distress, loss or gain, victory or defeat, fame or defame, recognition or not. It's like, let me, let me Anjali Mudra, let me be born to give off, ask that question of service and then be seen by the Lord within the heart and be detached from whatever else comes. Beautiful, DG. Oh my goodness gracious. I love so seeing your beautiful. smile. Yeah, it's so beautiful. I was thinking about as you were sharing, you know, that, that we get to be that witness, you know, for each other. You know, it's such a such a beautiful um, service, right? Like to be able to see each other in, in this highest light. You know, I'm just thinking about you right now. I'm just like, okay, what eyes am I seeing you with? You know, mm. like am I 
you know, am I, what, what ears am I hearing you with, you know, and, and mm. from that place of, of witnessing a soul, you know, attempting to reconnect with the divine mm. and, and seeing that, you mm-hmm. know, wow, like it's just, it's, it's inspiring. Yeah. It just transforms my entire vision and transforms mm. my senses to mm-hmm. actually be able to, to feel a connection with the higher power in those moments, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to work toward, you know, yeah, who do I want to be seen by, you know, in the yeah. end of the day? And, and what, what is, um, you know, what does that feel like to be seen mm. you know, by our higher power, right? What does mm. it feel like to be seen actually by our higher power, to yeah. be seen with love, without conditions, to be seen with mm. that type of gratitude, to be seen with that type of um, unflinching, uninterrupted, desire for that connection yeah what what is it to be seen by that you know mm. and that we can start to you know um mm. we can start to reflect that to each other you know and that's the yeah. beauty of, of sangha and the, the beauty of spiritual community is like what am i choosing to see here you know and mm. it's and i may i may not be able to fully see it right now but i have a choice am i just seeing your body and i'm and i'm just seeing you know what you can do for mm. me or are you saying something that I like or I don't like, or am, am I in that mental space measuring you and weighing you and, you know, how much pleasure can DG give me or how much suffering can I avoid from it? You know, like, or, or am I, am I actually looking at mm. you and, and saying, Hey, you know what? You're a child of God, you know, and mm. what, a, what a beautiful opportunity just to witness, you know, just, yeah. to, rec- just to see that. And witness that. Yeah. Can I, can I read something beautiful from a book? No. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've been waiting. We, this is our episode 29. I've been waiting for you to, to, to finally get tired of all my tangents and rants. Please, please, please. So this is a beautiful book. You, I don't know if you've read this, but it's, it's a Falling, Falling Upward by a Richard. Oh my, Richard. I, I just opened that book last night and I, I put it in my backpack. Really? It's, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's one great. of the, it's, it's, I've read it twice. It's such a, such a great book. And it's really about spiritual maturity in some ways. And it's about exactly what we're talking about now. It's like, is that like, so, so, so let me read the first part. This is in the first chapter, this one section. He says, so we need boundaries, identity, safety, and some degree of order and consistency to get started personally and culturally. We also need to feel, quote unquote, special. We need our, quote, narcissistic fix. By that I mean, and I underlined this part, we all need some successes, response, and positive feedback early in life or we will spend the rest of our lives demanding it or bemoaning its lack from others. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a good and needed narcissism if you want to call it that. You have to first have an ego structure to then let go of it and move beyond it. And then he goes on to say, this is basically, if you get mirrored well early in life, you do not have to spend the rest of your life looking in narcissist's mirror or begging for the attention of others. You have already been attended to and now feel basically good and always will. If you were properly mirrored when you were young, you are now free to mirror others and see yourself honestly and helpfully. I can see why a number of saints spoke of prayer itself as simply receiving the ever benevolent gaze of God, returning it in kind, mutually gazing, and finally recognizing that it is one single gaze received and bounced back. The Hindus call this exciting mutual beholding darshan. And so this, this idea of prayer, 
sometimes not just being my dear Lord, hear me. It's, it's sometimes my dear Lord, I'm coming to be seen by you. And that I am, I am presenting myself in front of you because I, I recognize this need in me, this universal need that we all share to be special in someone's eyes, to be recognized, to be, to be held. Um, you know, and I've been spending my life squeezing that out of other people. And they've been trying to squeeze it out of me and other people. You know, there was that, there's that, there's this Jay Giles song called Love Stinks. <laughs> it's in the 80s. It says, he, she loves him, but he loves her. And she loves somebody else who just can't win. You know, oh, it's like, you know, we're, we're seeking to squeeze validation out of somebody and they're seeking to squeeze it out of somebody else. And they're thinking to squeeze it out of somebody else. And it's just like, why don't we just all turn to the center? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And allow ourselves. And so when, and when I feel seen by Krishna, I feel that exchange of loving gaze. Then I can go out of the world and I'm not, you know, you think of so many of the pro- the pollution or the political greed or all this stuff. It's like, People just trying to squeeze what they want out of the material world. And it's wreaking, it's wreaking havoc. Mm. And it's like, wow, why don't we all be seen in a different way? Mm-hmm. And then now we can go out and we're just reflecting that gaze to other people. Yeah. I can now go and reflect that gaze to other people because I'm, I've, I've, already, I've already received. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming out with an empty cup, mm-hmm. you know, walking around begging alms, you know, but I actually coming out to give because, mm-hmm. but I first have to receive that. Yeah. So it was beautiful, beautiful. I read that book. Yeah. So, so super beautiful. And, and also just seeing the, <clears throat> seeing the journey, you know, that you talk so often about too, DG, like where we're at right now. And I know for myself, like I still recognize, you know, so much of, of this, um, this need to be seen and also the gap between, you know, being seen by the divine. Like really being totally just, you know, um, convinced that that's the gaze I'm looking for, you know, and, and to, to really to kind of like give myself to that gaze, mm. whether it's in, in my prayer or meditation or just yeah. in my state of consciousness throughout the day that, yeah, my Lord, like all, all I'm seeking is like, is, is to give myself fully to you in every moment of my life. And that, that's it, you know, to come to that, that perfected state spiritually. So on the journey of that, we're recognizing, okay, like I, I really still have like these petty needs for validation. Like I really mm. still have like so many kind of like petty, I have all of these like, you know, stipulations in the contract of life of like what it means to just be okay with myself and what it means to feel loved and what it means to feel seen and heard and that. And it becomes like so complex, you know, just the mental, emotional needs become so complex unless we recognize that's actually, I'm not looking for that. I'm actually looking for the gaze of my higher power. I'm actually looking mm. to be recognized and seen with those loving eyes. Yes. And, and all of this is just, this is all an ego construct. This is my false ego that's constructed this complex experience for me to be able to receive love, you know, mm. and, and for me to be able to surrender, for me be, mm. to be able to recognize that that's really what I'm looking for. Yeah. And so the, the deconstruction of that false ego and what, what, uh, what he speaks about in the book as it goes on is, is the death of that first life, mm. you know, the, the death of, of that, um, 
you know, that craving to be seen externally, that craving mm. to be seen and that desperation to be seen externally, that that takes a certain kind of death of, of, our, of our false ego to be able to kind of be born in, you know, in, in our spiritual life and to really kind of to seek our, our validation, to seek our connection in a healthy way and, and through love and connection with the divine. So, yeah. I'm hearing you share that and, and I love how you tie in so much throughout our conversations. Like where I'm at right now is I'm still seeking that validation. You know, anybody still seeking validation externally? Put your hands up, put your shoulders up, get moving. We still seek it. It's the reality. We are not there. So what is the journey to freedom? What is the journey to freedom that where I'm standing in the sun, I'm standing in the rain? standing in the challenges, the, the beauty of life, whatever's going on. And, and that, that validation is coming mm. from within that fulfillment and that connection is coming from our faith and our connection with the higher power. Mm. And so that we're all that we're, we're, we're all a work in process, right? We're all in a spiritual process. We're all mm. in a, in a, uh, in an attempt, you know, to reposition from that external validation is actually a connection with the divine and, and the fulfillment that comes from that. So I want to hear mm. any, any thoughts that you may have, DG, in closing, how to, yeah. uh, how, how to be gentle with ourselves in the process and also to, to take some steps toward that. You know, that. You know somebody, somebody once asked a question that was giving a class, and not to me, somebody asked somebody else, and um, you know, we were reading about all these anartas and like, things in the heart that we want to change, like our anger or blah, 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 blah. He said, how do I overcome these things? It seems so big. Mm -hmm. And he said, just being aware of it is half the battle. Just being aware, hey, there's things in my heart that I want to shift. And I was like, wow. And I think that that translates to here of like just recognizing, just stopping and just, just noticing the game. I have a need to be seen, to be validated. And what I'm doing in my life is ultimately, I'm just trying to be seen and recognized in a certain way. And you know what? I'm not ready to give up the pursuits in which I've been pursuing for so long, but at least I know theoretically that I'm not going to find it here. I may keep digging over in this ditch, but I just know it's not going to come here. And I just know internally that I need to turn that gaze inward. And if I can just do that, and I could just bring that into a moment of prayer every day, I believe because it's, it's not, it's not, it's an inside job. We're not going to do it on our own, but we can, we'll start to feel Krishna's loving hand reciprocate. Mm -hmm. We'll get moments and glimpses of that. So I just think it's, it starts with the, with the self-awareness of what's going on so we can accept reality. Amazing. So I know you got to run. Vera's, 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 Vera's got to, got to, got, we got, we got to, we got to wrap this up here today, but um, I love you so much, Vera. I love all of you guys so, so much. Please, if you want to give Vera and I any validation or encouragement, write to us at <laughs> prayerrevolution at buckycenter.org. <laughs> Prayer Revolution at BucketCenter.org. We live off here. Until we are fully self-realized, we will be seeking praise and recognition from other people. <laughs> Just Praise and recognition from these the, all, all y'all angels, y'all all representatives of our, of our dear beloved, oh, of our divine no. beloved. You are all representatives. But we also, we also want to hear from you. We're not able to answer all your questions that you post in the chat boards during the podcast. So please write to us your questions, write to us your feedback, write to us your thoughts, write to us your topics that are interesting that you'd like us to discuss here. So please, please, please write to us. Um, please check out buckycenter.org slash online to, um, to get um, 
recordings of these podcasts. Also check out our Zoom link. We would love, if you're tuning on Instagram, we'd love for you to switch over and join us on Zoom so you can, we're more active and participatory chat board over here. And um, we just love you guys. Is it Bryn's birthday today? Bryn Lava? Bryn, Bryn, need you to look up for a second. Hare Krishna to you. Hare Krishna, dear Bryn. Hare We love you, Bryn. Bryn is our official Prayer Revolution scribe. We found out it's her birthday today. She didn't even tell us. She's humble. We love you, Bryn. We're so glad that you appeared in this world and uh, that you're offering this service to all of us. And so we love you. We appreciate you. And uh, we love you all. So thank you guys for being here. Veer, have safe travels. He's going to Florida to see his family. He's been sacrificing here at the Bhakti Center. And he's going to be his next tomorrow's call will be from Florida. And so uh, take care, everybody. Be well. We love you. And we'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. Your apartment. Haribo. <laughs> CDG. Take care, guys. Okay. Thanks for being here, everybody. Take care. Jan, glad you were here. Trisha. Take care, Trisha.